TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Final hour, Joe Beamer in for Tom Bowerly. Thank you so much for listening today. Uh, appreciate your ears and uh, your words at 803 uh, You can voice them or text them. Either way, they get here to the studio. You um, notice these long charging cords that aren't made by Apple? You know the ones I'm talking about? They're like at the register at convenience stores or at the gas station. They do not last long at all. The one I have now is not that old, and it is not charging my phone. I don't know if anyone else has run into this issue. Uh, yeah, they're like $20 cheaper, and they're cheaper than what you would pay for an Apple one, but at the end of the day, is it worth it if you're going through so many a year? I don't know. Anyway, 803 star 930. If you're just joining us, I, I, I was in one of my rabbit holes this morning uh, on YouTube and got to this video, which was not related to anything I was watching, uh, about an Australian truck driver, Bill Morgan, who was involved in a serious accident that left him in a coma. Uh, he was uh, pronounced clinically dead by doctors, said he would never wake up, woke up 12 days later and was completely fine. He's like, well, I got a luck streak, went to the convenience store, uh, got a scratch-off ticket, won a $17,000 car. Then when Channel 9 decided to do a story called Clinically Dead and came back to win the lottery, they asked him to film uh, if he would buy another scratch-off ticket and film so they could film him scratching it. And he goes, of course. Scratches the ticket on camera, wins $250,000. Good for him. I mean, this guy won three times. He won the lottery of life, and then he won the, uh, the, uh, the, the uh, money lottery twice. I, on the other hand, when it comes to the lottery, do not have that luck. I maybe won $100 once on a scratch-off. I've won $275 once at a quick pick. I just don't have the luck. Um, what about you? 803-0930, star 930. Lottery, raffles, um, casino. Casino is probably the only place I do have some luck. Uh, sports books, sports gambling, uh, football squares. What's the most you've won? 803-0930, star 930. And stocks. Or Bitcoin. Did you get out of Bitcoin? I know it's on the way back up now, but did you get out of big Bitcoin when it was way up there? 803-0930, star 930. What's the most money that you've, quote, won or have earned um, on something like a stock or Bitcoin? Let's go to Jack and Amherst. Jack, what's your story? Hi, Joe. Um, years ago, my son was into uh, stocks. He was just picking around. He goes, Dad, you got to invest in NVIDIA. And I go, what's NVIDIA? He goes, they're a processor. They do the Bitcoin, the guts of it. And then they got into AI. So back in 2020, I bought it at $90 a share. 
and now it's teetering over just at $500 a share. So over these years, I've been pulling money back out of it, but that damn thing just keeps going. It just keeps going, and with the AI coming out, it is there's no end in sight. NVIDIA, it's a stock. I'll give you a tip to all the guys out there, NVIDIA. And he just gave me another one. He goes, Dad, they're coming out with Grand Theft Auto 6, 7, or whatever the heck it is. And he goes, you got to buy TTW. Um, it's a stock. It's a stock for the game that makes Grand Theft. He goes, it's gonna, it's gonna blaze. It's gonna go. They're gonna release it in two years. He goes, it's 150 now. But just wait in another six months. It's gonna rocket up because that game everybody's talking about. It. That's right. They announced so it's coming I out. I get my tips from my son because he's. <laughs> that's right. It's coming out in 2025. That's 24. That's gonna be so. That's gonna be. Uh, that's gonna be so that's popular bad. when it comes out. Hey. Yeah, so the, the stock is trading right now. Uh, the symbol is TTWO, and it's at 159 right now, but it just went up about 10 bucks in the past week. So if you get in, you know, it's a good time to get in there, take a shot at it. But with NVIDIA, they were into Bitcoin. They were the guts of it. They weren't really Bitcoin, but they were processing units for all that, and you can't get them fast enough. And I got in there for like 20 grand years ago and you could do the math it's just a gift that keeps on giving look at you jack appreciate the call jack in uh amherst he he hit it big on on stocks and again jack is just a caller gotta put that disclaimer out there that's just um he is a caller giving his uh insight in what he's learned on stock um you know gotta put the disclaimer out there uh stocks another thing i wish i new stock like i wish i could know like the stuff that jack said that because that makes sense right oh yeah grand theft auto is coming out in two years yeah that probably will run the stock up stuff like that it just goes right over my head you know uh bitcoin i was like yeah i'm gonna start so i now have something where my change gets rounded into bitcoin of course, I started doing that as Bitcoin was starting to decrease. Now, Bitcoin's back on the rise. It's starting to make a little bit of money. So I've never directly put money in there, uh, but I do have a card that all my change gets rounded up into Bitcoin. Uh, and, that, and that's pretty cool, but that's probably my extent of, of Bitcoin. But I know some people, when it hit big, they pulled out and they made some big money off of it. Uh, 803 star 930, Barb on a cell phone. Barb, what's your biggest uh, cash winning? Two weeks ago, I won $10,000 on a cruise ship on a slot machine. Wow. Now, uh, have you ever hit big on a slot before? I did. Two years ago, December 10th, I won $10,000 at Casino Niagara. Look, so so you, you've got the horseshoe. You are, uh, you are very lucky when it comes to the slot machine. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. <laughs> now, Barb, what was your reaction? You're on a cruise ship, and the, the slot machine hits the numbers, $10,000. What kind of celebration? Were you drinks for everyone? No, because uh, it's it's really an interesting story. No, I cried, actually, and they asked me if I was going to faint. I said, I don't think so. I've never fainted. But here's the downside. On a cruise ship, they do not take out the taxes nor will they give you a check. And I certainly did not want to be coming home, going through the Florida airport for 12 hours with $10,000 in my purse. I 
used every tactic that I could possibly think of, including putting that money on my onboard account. And then when I would get off the ship, it would just go to my credit card. Uh, They said that wouldn't work. Then I tried booking another trip for next year, use that part of that money. Uh, No, that didn't work. Then I realized we were going to San Juan, and I had remembered that M&T was there. So I was going to go with a friend to M&T and deposit the money there. Well, the bank had closed. That branch had closed. I ended up having to put it on my onboard account, but they would not credit my credit card. They would send me a check, which, by the way, I'm still waiting for. So, yeah. It's with mixed feelings that I won. I, you know, um, I did get something in writing, but, you know, um, yeah. So it's exciting, but I won't be really thoroughly thrilled until I have that check in my hot little hands. Yes, I, I, I would feel the same way. Uh, that is really surprising that they say, yeah, here's the cash. Go walk up. Go home with it. You you would think they'd have even like a prepaid card, something, uh, some better maneuver. It was so bizarre that I had to go to the casino. They come on the ship. It was Princess. And they paid me the money in cash. And I had to walk it from the back of the ship to the front of the ship to the front desk and give it to them there to put it on my account. It, It was just like. It's like it's such a separate entity, the casino on a ship, and people don't realize that, that it's not part of the cruise line. Oh, I would be so I, – now, I, I don't know much about cruises, Barb, but I would be so surprised if I won that money, and then it's up to me now to uh, find a way. But, Barb, so I'm going to say half congratulations, but I know the feeling right now every day that, that, uh, that the, the, post, uh, the post person's at your mailbox, you're, you're running out there. I, I hope you, you better believe. <laughs> I hope you get that Christmas gift. I hope it comes the next few days, uh, and then you can get the full congratulations. All right, thank you. Have a great holiday. You too, Barb. Oh, that's that's you go from such a high to then like, all right, I'm happy I have this money. How am I going to get it home? Because I'd be just like Barb. I I'm, you know, when I travel, I I travel with cash. Don't tell anyone. But I travel with cash, right? I'll have some in the bank, some on a prepaid card, the rest in cash. That's just how I've always traveled. Um and even that, like if I have a couple of $100, right, to, to quote uh, Supervisor Brian Coppola. If you've been listening to the whole show, you understand me quoting the supervisor. Uh, I'll have a couple hundred in my, in my wallet, and I'll be, like, really uneasy. Not because I think someone's going to pickpocket me, uh, but because I, I fear I might leave it somewhere, or it might fall out of my wallet, or it might fall out, my wallet might fall out of my pants, and I'm in, a quick, I'm in a hurry to go from the bar at the airport to the plane, or to get off the one plane because we're late landing and get to my connecting my connecting flight. So I know exactly how that feels. So you go from this high of $10,000 to, oh my gosh, how am I going to get this home, to, oh, they're going to send me a check, and now you're sitting there. Uh, where's the check? We've all been there. Where's the money, right? I don't know if you've ever um, deposited a check using the take a picture feature from your bank. But I always am uneasy when doing that. I like to just go to the bank and put it in the ATM machine. Um, but I'm always uneasy until it clears. 
if I've taken a picture of the uh, of the check. I don't know why, but uh, that's just how I am. 803-0930, star 930. How was that uh, that walk outside this morning? You know, you walk outside, the snow, you got to pre, uh, preheat the car, leave the car running for a few minutes, get everything warm, and get some of that snow melted off. I uh, Now, obviously, I didn't have to get up as early as I usually do, so around 11.45, uh, got my son in the car to take him to my parents' house. That's daycare. My dad uh, watches my son, my nephew, and my niece. Uh, you know, God bless him. Uh, he watches the three kids. So I, I was going to take my son there. And, you know, we drove from my apartment to my parents' house. It's not right down the street. It's down the street, but not right down the street, if you know what I mean. And when I got to my parents' house, now this is noon. The car had been on for probably 20 minutes. And I still had to do a double take. Somehow the door, the ice was still jamming part of the door. I don't know how that happened. Because the car was hot when we got in it, because I had pre-started it. And then I'm driving. I don't know how ice formed to kind of make it a little difficult to get the door open to get my son out when we got to my parents. But that was uh, what happened with me. Everything else, you know, it's, a, it's normal. You know, it's winter. Uh, used to it. But uh, it was kind of surprising, as I said, waking up and looking out the window this morning, seeing the snow here in the plow uh, go down Main Street or whatever street, uh, <laughs> whatever street it is that I'm on. You know, I'm not going to say the name on the air. Come on. Uh, 803-0930, star 930. But, you know, it's going to get warmer. And after last year, guys, in all honesty, I'm fine having a green Christmas. I'm fine having a green winter, really. I, I know the skiers out there are going to get upset with uh, with me for saying that. So hopefully you get the, uh, the snow in ski country. Um, but... I can do with minimal snow this winter. Uh, usually I'm all for a white Christmas. I'm all for, you know, the snow, the festive feel. I can take a winter off. I think most people are uh, are in that boat. Um, 803-0930, star 930. So talking about big winnings, uh, as we've heard from some of our callers. Also, I think this is the time. I think this is the latest we can do this topic. What is your holiday complaint? Six days away from Christmas. I think this is the time where you can get it all off your chest. Do you have a big complaint that reappears every holiday season? Is there something, maybe not about the holiday itself, maybe about the way people can you know conduct themselves during the holiday. Maybe the lack of customer service during the holiday. Maybe walking through stores, uh, you know, where we all know during the holiday time, stores put extra employees on. Uh, and, you know, you might still be getting very minimal help. Uh, what is your holiday complaint? 803-0930, star 930. You know my holiday complaint. I say it every year. I've said it a few times already this year. And that is how quickly people clean up from Christmas. You know, Christmas Day is here. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing, right? With family and friends. Um, you know, uh, and then the day after appears... And you've got you've got Christmas trees already on the street. I'm sure I'll drive to work or drive home, not drive to at four in the morning. Drive home from work on the 26th, and there's going to be Christmas trees all over the place. And it's like, why are you so quick to get out of the holiday spirit? You know, now my wife and I are probably going to have to break things down a little earlier than normal, not the day after, a little earlier than normal because we do have to start the moving process and packing the apartment up and getting ready for the move in mid-January. 
Uh, but it won't be the day after. It won't be two days after. I, I can tell you that much. I don't rush to get out of the uh, out of the season. It's a it's a great time of year, and it's a a time where we come together. We uh, make sure the people around us know how much we love them and how important they are to us, uh, and the the meaning of the season. Right? We all know the meaning of the season. Christmas Eve. Now, Christmas Eve is on a Sunday this year, so some of us, some people will be going to church in the morning and then going to the Christmas Eve service. Right? You've got two. Uh, Christmas or two church services in one day. Some people will have this year when it falls on a Sunday. 8030930, star 930, the Christmas Eve service, the kickoff of Christmas Eve night. 8030930, star 930, your holiday complaint is what we will talk about when we come back. And anything else we've talked about today, if you want to comment on it, the lines are open. 8030930, star 930, it's Beamer in for Bowerly. One final segment here on News Radio 930, WBEN. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. It's a marshmallow world. Oh, no! No! Come on! Tanner! The worst song, the worst Christmas song ever produced. It's a marshmallow. I don't care. Any version, any version of It's a Marshmallow World, awful song. I want to partially pin that on James Stelliano. He told me that you didn't like that song. Now, at the end of the day, I'm still the one that played it, but that's partially on him, too. He should not have divulged that information to me. Yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll blame, uh, we'll blame James Stelliano. It's funny. During the break, I was going back in my Facebook memories, and I had posted like eight years ago today about my um, dislike of It's a Marshmallow World. But, we, we, hey, it was going to happen. And I'm sure Jimmy Jimmy has done it to me before too, Tanner. We'll just blame Jimmy. Don't worry. All the blame's on Jimmy. Um, and, you know, I know a lot of people like that song. So it's, it's, it is what it is. That's just not on my list. And as you know, Friday, because I won't be on, well, I might be on the air. Christmas Eve. We might do something in the hardline time slot. I haven't decided yet. But Friday, we'll play my favorite Christmas song to end the show as we have done the last, how long have I been filling in now? Five, six years? So as we've done the last five or six years uh, on Christmas Eve, or on the last day I'm on the air before Christmas, we'll play uh, my favorite Christmas song to, uh, to end the show. So I'm looking forward to that. It is Joe Beamer in four. Tom Bowerly and this next 17 minutes, whatever we talked about during the day, if you want to comment on it, comment 8030930 star 930. Also asking 
uh, on top of all that, asking you for your holiday complaint. I think it's the last day before Christmas that we can get away with complaining because tomorrow it's going to be tomorrow on. It's going to be a very festive Joe Beamer. I'm just letting you know. Thursday we're doing we're talking Hallmark movies. We're critiquing Hallmark movies. We're going to make fun of Hallmark movies. Also talking about just how in the last decade the Hallmark movie not only has been become something people talk about and watch. But now you've got every cable station that still has uh, original content trying to imitate the Hallmark movie. So we'll get into that on Thursday. 803-0930, star 930. Let's go right down the list. David in Hamburg. David, what do you got for us this afternoon? All right, we don't have David. That's fine. We got Pat on a cell phone. Uh, Pat, what is your holiday complaint? Complainers. Complainers. I think it's terrible that during the season of Christmas, we complain about everything. Complain that the server in our favorite restaurant isn't fast enough, that uh, the clerk at the store isn't efficient enough, that the streets aren't plowed enough. Why don't we just sit back and enjoy it and stop complaining? You know what, Pat? I will I will agree with you. I, 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 we are six days away from Christmas. I don't want to complain. I thought it would be a good topic, but I, I agree. I, I, as, and you know what? I can relate to what you said about people in the store. When I worked retail, I worked as fast as I could, and it seemed the holiday time was the most for complaints. It was also the most people in the store. That might have something to do with it. We should be more charitable, and I, I don't mean just in kindness, but, you know, there's more than the charities that are listed, uh, the Red Cross and United Way. How about the girl who's working at the pizza shop to support her? kids and you stiff her and you know instead of sliding her a hundred bucks you slide her two bucks come on uh, most of us are in a pretty good position to take care of those people who really need help uh let's be generous uh most people could afford to yeah and you know what if uh, you're getting your groceries delivered and, and and you know because you want to spend time with people at home i get it but you know leave a little extra tip for the holiday season yeah a lot of extra tip joe i mean come on is 100 bucks really going to change most middle-class families' lives? I doubt it. I know I'll be vilified as an uppity guy, but really, I think you could pick one person and slide them 100 bucks, and that could change their whole day or their whole week or their whole month. It could change their holiday season. I, Pat, I do not disagree with you. Let me tell you, when I delivered papers for the Buffalo News back when they used to have um, delivery uh, boys, uh, I was 14, I think, and delivering papers on Christmas morning – uh, it was the most money I had seen up to that point, and it was because of what you're saying. Charitable people, they walked outside, they'd give me 20, 30 bucks, you know, as a, as a yeah. Christmas tip. And, it, I mean, at 14, that, it, it, that, was, that made my year. Huge. You know what I mean? Huge. And don't forget about this light show in Lancaster. They're raising a lot of money for uh, kids with cancer. You know, take the time to go see it and put a couple bucks on their thing, too. Well, that's a that's a great point. Uh, Pat, hey, always appreciate the call, Pat, on a cell phone. I agree with him. I think uh, as much as I, I, I think it's good to get out the complaints on this forum, let's try to be a little more understanding, right? Like I said, I'm going to go shopping on Friday. I know it's going to be crazy, right? I know there's going to be just people all over the place. But you know what you're getting into. Step back. Take a deep breath. Try to enjoy the Christmas music playing, you know, and, and just, hey, take your time. You're going to get what you need. You're going to find it. 
It's just going to take a little time. You're going to get to the front of that line. It's just going to take a little time. Your kid's going to get their picture with Santa. It's just going to take a little time. I I, I do tend to agree with Pat on, uh, on on that. And you know, if you're doing this, if you're if you're going to a restaurant for a Christmas dinner, right, or a holiday get together, or you're ordering some kind of delivery, um, and, and when I say getting your groceries delivered, I, I don't mean those that you know are on a fixed income that can't physically go and get their groceries. That, that's not what I meant. I meant, hey, you know what? I don't feel like going to Wegmans. I think I'm going to get my groceries delivered. Just remember, it's the holiday time. Maybe throw a few extra um, the, per, the delivery person's way. Or if you're getting food delivered, uh, throw the delivery person a little extra. Uh, may, especially on, on Christmas, if you're uh, ordering you know, some kind of... Um, from some of the places that are open on Christmas Day, if you're ordering a big meal, you know, leave a nice tip because someone, someone left, you know, someone is is sacrificing time with their family on Christmas Day uh, to bring you that dinner. And yes, of course, they're making money, but you get what I'm saying. You know, make it make it worth their while. Eight hundred three zero nine thirty star nine thirty is the number to get on. Now, some of you may have not been with the show when we started the show. So I feel like we have to go back to the beginning. I feel like we have to go back. For those of you that weren't listening at 2 o'clock, you might have missed some of the greatest audio that exists in the year 2023. You missed the worst answer to a question ever. If you weren't listening at 2 o'clock, Have I got some audio for you? If you were listening at 2 o'clock, I apologize. We're going to do this again. So, in 2007, Miss South Carolina, Miss Teen South Carolina, gave what might have been one of the worst answers to a question of all time. Now, to be fair to Caitlin Upton, she was Miss Uh, Teen South Carolina, she was third place. She did go on the Today Show the next day and give what her answer was. She said, you know, it's the being in front of thousands of people in person and millions watching on TV, the, 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 the situation. And I think we can all relate, right? I talk good on a mic. I'm not sure if there were 100 people in front of me, I would talk as well. I probably would. But, but I, I, I could see where that would be a big moment and maybe you didn't hear the question 100%. Right? I can understand that. So we can, in time, we can now give Caitlin Upton the benefit of the doubt. But this was probably the worst answer of all time until this morning. So let me play you the former worst answer of all time. Okay. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think this is? I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps, and uh, I believe that our education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere like such as, and I believe that they should, uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future for our children. 
Thank you very much, South Carolina. Yeah, I mean, that's just difficult to listen to. That was probably one of the worst answers of all time. Now, again, she did go and clarify the next day that her answer should have been something more like this. Well, personally, my friends and I, we know exactly where the United States is on our map. I don't know anyone else who doesn't. And if the statistics are correct, I believe that there should be more emphasis on geography in our education so people will learn how to read maps better. That's a great answer. That's what she said she should have said, but she did not hear the question fully. And she was, you know, come on. You have to put 10 people in that situation. More than half of the people are going to say something that's probably not, (laughs) that's probably a cringy answer, right? So, She held the spot, in my opinion, of the worst, most cringy answer of all time until this morning when Mayor Eric Adams went on PIX, home of the WPIX Yule Log, okay? And Mayor Adams went on there, and he was asked uh, the the most softball question. All right, I know people, every Sunday I get a text, Joe, this should be called softball, not hardline. Okay, you know, when the first person texts it, it's original. Four years later, it's getting old. But you want to talk about a softball question. Eric Adams got it. And boy, did he not give an answer anywhere close to what the question was asking. Mr. Mayor, we've come to the end of what was a very eventful 2023, right? (laughs) So when you look at the totality of the year, if you had to describe it, and it's tough to do, in one word, what would that word be? And tell me why. Uh, New York. Uh, this is a place where every day you wake up, uh, you could experience everything from a plane crashing into our trade center to a, a person who's celebrating a new business that's open. Uh, this is a very, very complicated city, and that's why it's the greatest city on the globe. What? Was that even an answer to the question? He was supposed to summarize the year in one word. He said New York. Okay, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. New York's a state. Fine. Or the city. <laughs> he means it as the city. Uh, but to then bring up 9-11 to summarize the year 2023. Here, listen to that again. Listen to the question. The answer is out there. Listen to the question. Mr. Mayor, we've come to the end of what was a very eventful 2023, right? (laughs) So when you look at the totality of the year, if you had to describe it, and it's tough to do, in one word, what would that word be, and tell me why? I mean, difficult, right? Wouldn't you say, that would be my word, difficult. I think for New York City, it's been a difficult year. You look at all the things that have happened. Um, Now, obviously, Mayor Eric Adams isn't going to say that because I think some of those situations— you know, he and the former mayor put the city of New York in and the current governor uh, put the city of New York in those situations. So, of course, he's not going to say difficult, but you would think he'd come up with something better than this. Mr. Mayor, it's been a it's been a, 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 a complicated year. What would you say is the word to describe the year 2023? That's pretty much the question. And here's what Ma- Mayor Eric Adams says, if you missed it the first time. Uh, New York. Uh, this is a place where every day you wake up, uh, you could experience everything from a plane crashing into our trade center to a, a person who's celebrating a new business that's open. Uh, this is a very, very complicated city, and that's why it's the greatest city on the globe. Congratulations, Caitlin Upton. You no longer have the worst answer of all time. That 
honor now goes to Mayor Eric Adams, and that is going to be a difficult one to beat. It's Joe Beamer in for Tom Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, if you were listening to uh, the last segment, Pat, uh, Pat called in on a cell phone, brought up the light show in Lancaster. It is the Stony Brook Lights uh, light show, and it is running through January 1st, uh, and the times are 6 to 11 uh, nightly uh, from Thanksgiving, which has passed, uh, to January 1st. Um, and the money goes to a good cause. And you get a really nice light show to uh, get you in that Christmas spirit, right? To uh, to get you all. If you're still struggling to get into the Christmas spirit, maybe a, a light show like that will um, will do the trick. Uh, now, David earlier was talking about Christmas movies, and this is something that, like, like I said, we're going to get into on Thursday. Um, I, I, I mean, I think it's a generational thing. Like, I think if you ask most people my age, Home Alone's in their top five. Elf is in their top five. Uh, Christmas Vacation is in their top five. Um, And I'm trying to think of maybe Christmas Story. I'm not a big fan of Christmas Story. I'm sorry. I know it's a favorite of most people. I am not a fan of a Christmas Story. My wife loves it. I don't. Um... So that is not in my top five, but both Home Alones, one and two. After Home Alone 2, you know, they changed the cast and yeah, it went downhill. But one and two, great movies. I think the Home Alone 2 is an excellent sequel. Uh, I think Elf is well done. Fred Claus, I don't think it's the, uh, the love it deserves. Uh, the Santa Claus, great Christmas movie. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Christmas movies kind of went downhill after 2010, if you ask me. You know, or, or maybe it's just Christmas time. We like the classics, right? We like to watch um, It's a Wonderful Life, White Christmas. We like to listen to songs by the Carpenters and Bing Crosby. And, um, you know, we like we liked the classics. We like the traditional uh, stuff. But we'll be talking Christmas movies, Hallmark movies, Thursday at 2 o'clock. And I'm excited for that. We'll do a little preview of it tomorrow uh, among other things. We're getting in the festive spirit. We are less than a week from Christmas, six days from right now. Hopefully, uh, you are enjoying the time leading up. Hopefully, you had yourself a great Tuesday. Enjoy your Tuesday night. Hopefully, the Sabres can get a a, a, a one in the W column uh, against the Blue Jackets, a struggling Blue Jackets team. So, uh, that is coming up. And don't forget, the coverage will be right down the hall on WGR Sports Radio 550. Have a great Tuesday. Enjoy whatever it is you're doing, even if it's nothing. Make sure you have the best time doing nothing. I'll be back here for Tom Bowerly tomorrow starting at 2 o'clock. Tom Puckett is up next with the Buffalo Evening News program after this on News Radio 930 WBEN.